I tell you, we, we have been talking about the destructive nature of social media for a long time. And for, for adults, it's just, it's nothing. It's empty calories. It's, it's, it's nonsense. It is vitriolic most of the time at, at worst. At best, it provides a simple dopamine hit and, and really leads to nothing else. There, there are very few benefits, I believe, to social media. Now, with that being said, Social media can often be a very good form of gathering information. If you don't mindlessly scroll for hours on end, if you can exhibit some sort of self-control, <laughs> like everything else, in moderation, it is okay. And depending on the echo chamber that you surround yourself in, again, might not be that harmful. But there is now some legislation in Washington, D.C. being bandied about that in exchange for a continuation of federal subsidies on on the social networks, the networks that schools use for for federal broadband subsidies, you keep that, but you got to block social media from from being able to be accessed at school, on school property. Christiana Lima is with the Washington Post as a business reporter and joins us. Uh, it's good to have you. Who's leading this charge for the Republicans? Thanks so much for having me. So Senator Ted Cruz is the lead sponsor on the bill, and he is the top Republican on the Senate Commerce Committee, which has jurisdiction over a lot of these issues, including both um, internet access and these federal subsidies that are at play here, um, as well as issues around children's online safety, which are one of the key concerns in this effort. As 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 in my mind, as sometimes destructive and time wasting as social media can be for adults, it can be particularly damaging children. Right? We've seen those those congressional testimonies uh, from from the heads of social media companies. Uh, after reports surfaced and investigations were done that that it, this can literally be deteriorating the health and well-being and and mental capacity of teenagers, particularly teenage girls and how they view themselves compared to everybody else online. It, it, it can be a very dangerous place for for kids um, and, and even more so what places like China and and com- countries like that. The, the amount of information and the type of information that they feed children in those places is very different than what children maybe here in America would see. And so the idea here is what? What, what is the, the goal here for Ted Cruz and others with this legislation? Right. So there's a number of efforts in Washington and also in, in state houses around the country to restrict or in some cases ban social media uh, for kids, there have been some federal proposals um, in Washington that would ban kids um, under 13 from accessing social media and require parental consent up to 18. Those are bipartisan efforts. So there's broad concern about this in Washington. There have been some similar measures that have actually passed at the state level. Um, but what this proposal is trying to do is to basically condition schools and and this is a program that you know is designed to provide benefits to poorer school districts um for them to receive internet subsidies things to make accessing and getting online at all more um 
to, for it to be at a discounted rate. So to have access to those subsidies, the school district has to ban the use of social media for kids. And, and the rationale that these lawmakers are putting forth is that the federal government shouldn't, shouldn't be footing the bill for kids to access platforms that they see as addictive and potentially harmful to kids. Yeah, harmful or, or at the very minimum distracting. And, and I, I think the, the interesting thing here that you pointed out is it, the schools that are receiving these subsidies generally are, are poorer schools in poorer school districts. I, I, I do see I kind of see both sides of the coin here. I, I do see the ability or the want to try to curtail what kids see, especially during school. You're there to learn. Let's try to learn what you do at home is different. That's your business. But but at school, we're, we're going to try to keep this thing on the track so you can get an education. But at the same time, taking that away from school districts that legitimately need it, I, I, I see where that maybe wouldn't garner a ton of support from the Democrats. Right. This has a very politically tricky path in Washington. Uh, this program, it's called the E-Rate program that provides discounted internet pricing. It's, it's very popular among Democrats in Washington who have been very reluctant um, to dabble in any efforts to limit its scope. Um, of course, the concerns around children on social media is bipartisan, as we've alluded to. Um, and so this is appealing to some of those concerns. Uh, but it's largely been Republicans that have been leading the charge in trying to narrow the scope of the Internet subsidies program. And so they 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 uh, may not be successful in terms of getting Democrats to to sign on to this joint effort. Talk to me about about the the program and where it was created. Was this part I, I understand as part of the of the nearly two trillion dollar coronavirus stimulus package. But. But in terms of the the potential of broadening this, the, the I I I I see that some on the left are are you, you mentioned how important they they view this program. Is there a potential of expanding this? While maybe those on the right, Ted Cruz and others, are are looking to curtail it. Yeah, so there's a couple programs actually that this would impact. One was passed as a part of one of the coronavirus stimulus package that Congress passed, um, I believe on a bipartisan basis in, in 2021. Uh, but the other that I mentioned, E-rate, um, mm -hmm. has been around for longer. And that is one that uh, is currently, uh, actually just today, the Federal Communications Com Commission um, took a step towards expanding the program so that it would also uh, offer eligibility for schools trying to get internet access to be uh, cheaper for buses. Um, and this is an effort that, as you alluded to, Senator Cruz and some other uh, Republicans on Capitol Hill have expressed concern about, in part because they feel it's duplicative with some other efforts to provide these subsidies. Uh, interesting stuff. Christiana Lima with The Washington Post. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. I, I, I want to hear from you. Is this something that you would be in favor of? 800-859-0957. I think this is, this is a bit of a a fine line to walk. You know, kids are supposed to be in school to learn. Kids are supposed to be in school to to get an education. And if you want to maintain your subsidy as as one of a a, a a a poorer district to keep that that network subsidy, you got to block this. Now that can be troubling because 
if there are schools that don't receive that subsidy, well, then there's no incentive to block social media and there could be a, a disparity in education there. But are you in favor of the federal government mandating that in order to receive federal money, a federal subsidy, you must block social media in schools? Or are you on the side of live and let live? These kids are, they are responsible for themselves to a certain extent, right? If you're, I I don't know what the age we should consider. I mean, if you're in fourth, fifth grade, I mean, and you're on social media at school, you shouldn't be, and you you probably know that. And I, I, I think a lot of this also is very involved in parents. We'll talk about it more next.